Here we go. <laughs> Let's crack it open. Here we go. Already, Welcome, people. I already cracked mine open. Welcome into the podcast. It's, it's happy hour. It's happy hour. And cracked her open a cherry Corona, Corona hard seltzer. It's really good. I have me a dogfish head sea quench ale. Where did you find that? Session Sour. Wait, who told you about that? I saw this on a lineup of beers on Margaret's story. Okay. And I saw it in the store. I'd never seen it before, but I love Dogfish Head. Mm-hmm. But I only buy their... I've never tried their other beers other than their 90... Their Dogfish 90 minute and 60 minute, which I don't like the 90 minute really. I like the what, what is minute. What do the minutes mean? I don't get it. It's just a brewing thing. I don't know either. I just know which one tastes good and which one is a little too much for me. Yeah. So this is one. I thought, you know what? Is it really refreshing? Because I, I like like smoother, refreshing beers. But this I've figured out as a summer beer, right? Yeah, I feel like it. I really love the color of the can. The can well, this is, is like your a, color. The can is like, what, a seafoam green? It is. I really like that. I'm feeling that's that. All, that's all you right there. But I just saw on the can when I went, because I couldn't really tell. I just saw it said refreshing on her story. I think refreshing. I don't know. But it, it was supposedly this amazing beer. And I and I saw it in the store, and I said, maybe that's it. And then I remember seeing the lime juice and the lime peel and the yeah. black limes. I've never heard of a black lime. I've never heard of a black lime either. Black limes. Black limes matter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is not really nice. Oh, I didn't mean it in a bad way. I just was being goofy. Um, Don't take that the wrong way, people. So what's up? I'm all about... Black Lives Matter. We're not Trust talking me. about that, though, tonight. What are we talking about? We're talking about our big news. We have big news. We do? We have really big news. Really gigantic news. And it's so big that's already on Facebook. It's, if you follow our Facebook, if you follow our Instagram and the closet, or if you follow me personally. Then or you already, me personally. Then you already know our news. I got a, I got a congratulations, Grandpa, from my rep in Kentucky. You did. Yes, that saw it on Facebook. Well, you just gave it away. So we are going to be grandparents. It's really, really Oh, I weird. did give it away. It's really, really strange and crazy, to be honest. So, well, we've known since November 29th, actually. Of course, couldn't say anything because, you know, we just kind of kept it hush-hush for a while until we went to the doctor and made sure everything was good. Uh, and, you know, we had to wait until... She was ready to tell the world because we don't, we couldn't obviously tell the world without her telling her world because our worlds collide anyway. So it's Brooke. In case you're wondering, like, okay, well, tell us which one because we know you have three yes. daughters. It's our 17 year old Brooke. So she's 17 and she'll be 18 on August 4th. The baby is due August 7th. She is 12 weeks, 13 weeks with child. She is going on 12 weeks. 12 weeks with child. Yes. So it's really crazy. Did not yeah. expect this. No, we did not. No, we did not. And here we're going to break it down for you. So Jeff and I on November 29th, we're going about our business. Here's what I was doing. And we'll, we we went to the store because we decided we wanted BLTs. That's it. For dinner, BLTs. And so as we're out at the store, Brooke was out with her friends. And Sunday she, night. Sunday night. And she sends me a text message and she says, hey, are you guys home I have a Christmas present for both you and dad. I want you to open it together 
and I can't wait till Christmas to give it to you. And I was like, yeah, we'll be home here in a little bit. Like, literally not even thinking anything of it. And I was like, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's November 29th. It, you did not think it was Christmas crazy. You said, oh. Present. Yeah, because if, right because she has she had money to spend. And sometimes, you know, you buy somebody something and you get super excited about it. And, and you then just I said, wait. oh, that's right. That's true. That's Brookie. Yeah. So. So it made sense. We get home and Jeff's like putting the bacon out on the pan. And she comes home with this bag and she's like, okay, well, come on. And so I sat down. She goes, well, you can't open it without dad. And I was like, all right, come on. She goes, oh, wait, I'm nervous. I can't. You can't. And I'm like, why are you nervous? She's like, because you can't take That's this back. That's when my stomach sank. And I was like. She was like, if you don't like it, you can't take it back. What's it's, going on here? And I was like, well, I'm not that easy, that hard to please. You know what I mean? I'm not that hard to please. I'm not going to want to take anything back that you gave me. So she handed it to me. She's like, no, let me have it back. And then she handed it to me. I thought literally she was just being silly. Like, thinking that maybe she spent too much money. And was like, I, I honestly did not think I was going to see what I saw when I opened it. So Jeff sits down beside me. I open it. And as I open it, I cannot describe to you my feelings inside when I saw staring at me three pregnancy tests that said pregnant on it and two onesies. It was about like this. We're like, you messing with us? I know. So I said, I said, Jeff, or I said, Brooke, quit joking. Because she always joked with she us jokes about, about it. She jokes about it. Like, I'm a, a, a mom, I'm pregnant. Oh, just kidding. You know, she's joking. Like, I'm going to have a baby mom. I'm just joking. And so I thought she was kidding me. And that was the big Christmas present. Like, she was just joking around. Right. And she was like, no, I'm not joking. I was like, because her friends had just had babies, a couple of them. So I thought maybe she, like, was in their room and saw their, she's like, let me please prank my parents. Like, that's what I was thinking in my head. Right. And uh, she's like, no, I'm not joking. And she started crying. And then I knew. And she wasn't joking. And so I think I sat there what felt like. An eternity. Ten we minutes. both were very good about biting our tongue. Not not that we were going to say anything bad, but your initial reaction in that moment as a parent is panic. It's like, why? What did you do? What are you it's doing? Are you panic what? for your child? Right. For their future. Right. Not that the future is going to be bad, but you no. just created some hurdles for yourself. In the Which moment, you the can negative come over, comes but through. But the negative, well, panic. I mean, I'm like, you know, you're is the person that every day you're thinking about. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, you're like, what are we gonna do? You know, right? It's additional, right? Stuff added to the household, right? And I was just thinking, everything just flooded through my brain. All the negative stuff first, and like Jeff said, I didn't. I think I was in silence for so long because I was trying to guard what I said. Because yeah, me too. The first words out of my mouth to her is going to be what she holds on to forever. As when I told my mom I was pregnant, this is her reaction. I would rather her to say her reaction was, well, she didn't say anything for about five minutes. Versus she lectured me for five minutes. Right. You know what I mean? So I think my first words were like, okay, okay. It's going to be okay. I think that's what I said first. It is. I remember it because I was sitting there talking to my, it was me and me and myself. We were having a conversation and That's it was scary. like, yo, bro, like, don't say anything right now. Just keep calm. <clears throat> it's happened. Everything you say right now is critical. And, and the thing is, no matter what you say, you can't change the situation. Right. Right. So be wise with what you say. So I think what I said was Liddy. Actually, it's not what I said. I don't think that's what you said. That's not what I said. But that would have been epic. Yeah. If I'd have been Liddy. Is that how you use it? Is that um, what Liddy is? I think maybe that's how you used it a couple of years ago, but I'm not sure that that's what they say anymore. Well, I'm bringing it back. Liddy. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot to... It is a lot to process. It still is a lot to process, but I've come so much further than where I was because it's just so weird. 
you know, as a parent, you know, you have a 17-year-old, she's a senior in high school, and she just still seems so young to me, and she is so young. And just to know that what's coming ahead for her is just overwhelming, and she doesn't get it, and she still doesn't get it, you know? Yeah, and that might be a reason, that might be a good thing. Maybe getting it would make her too panicky and too, you know what I mean? I think there's a blind, there's true. a blindness in life when you go through big things. It's a blessing in a way. It's a blessing. You look right. back and you go, oh my God. Well, oh my it's, God, how did I do that? What right. was it? What, how did I get through that time? Right. And you just are, you're blind to it in the moment. Right. And so that's what we're dealing with right now. And, and she's, you know, she's told our families, we, our family, Jeff and my, our families are really totally different, but she was a little bit nervous to tell both of them in a different ways. My dad can be hard and my mom can be, he can be, he can be, he can be what, what we say, um, combative. Yeah. But I mean, what is it when you react just without thinking like he can be impulsive, impulsive, he can be impulsive. You don't know that about him, which took us a long time to learn. You, you got to take be, us. I lived with him. Right. Okay. It took me a while. He's, he's impulsive and he's got it. He gets, he says things that, and then he's fine later on. Just who he is. Right. It's not bad. It's not good. It's nothing. It's just like any of us. We all react differently. But it's very nerve-wracking when you go to talk to about him bring something up. Because I know I've had to go to him and ask him for your hand in marriage. things, And I don't know how he's going to react. And usually with the big things, like we said, he's like, okay, okay, what are we going to do? It's right. the little things where you think he's going to murder you. Right. So at the end of the day, I, I had it in the back of my head that it would be fine. But I, I understood her... Uh, angst about it because I mean I had it myself you know mm-hmm. so ideally Maddie wanted to be there when we told like my parents and we told Nate and stuff but it's just it wasn't conducive to our schedules at all there was no way so we decided to tell my parents and Jeff's parents but we decided to do it through FaceTime first of all because and you accompanied her with your parents not accompanying her with right, your family be- because I felt like if we took her in person that if my dad started being impulsive, it was going to take her quite a while to get up from where we were and get to the front door. Now, he can be so impulsive, and he can say things and yell things at you that you don't want to have to. Hold on to. Well, yeah, and you don't want to have to replay. So I said, I think it's just better and fair, because we were going to have to FaceTime everybody else, so why not just put them in the FaceTime pool? Right. Um, just FaceTime him. And if he starts acting impulsive, then you can just quickly say, I love you, but I've got to go, and hang up. And he can't. you can't hear the rest of what he's going to say. So she had already been through so much and so much anxiety with this and going to her first doctor appointment and everything that I just thought it would be better to do it. But by FaceTime, what was funny is when she FaceTimed my mom and dad, my dad wasn't even there, it was my grandma, and it was a whole different deal but anyway end of the day everybody knows everybody's good it worked out the way it's supposed to on that call and then my calls were like let's block off a night Mm -hmm. so we can call my mom and dad my brother my other brother my sister my other brother daryl my other brother brother (laughs) daryl so we had to do several calls which we haven't we don't talk to them a lot where they're in atlanta but i mean we text and stuff but when you get on the phone it seems like they're long calls anyway so that just right that, that was, was a chore. That was. I was at it work. was great. It was. Yeah. It was a great, great night. What was great was whenever I took her to her first doctor appointment when she was eight weeks, um, because she's going to the doctor that delivered her. 
So it's really weird. It's like come full circle. Of course, he doesn't remember her because he. She said in the car on the way, "Do you think he'll remember me?" And I'm like, "No." How do you remember? He. Well, that's what I said. I said, "Hey, you were a baby. He's never." But B, he delivers so many babies. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But so she went through the whole thing, and, and so she had to have a pap smear, which she's never had a pap smear because she's 17. You generally don't have to get one until a little bit later. And so he got out the um, what is it called? The, the what is it called? Stirrups. Well, no, the syrups. I had to show her. The stretcher? Well, you can call it a stretcher, but this, what's it called? Speculum? Speculum. Anyway, and he showed it to her. He was like, now, I'm going to take this. And she goes, I was in the room with her. It was so funny. I tried not to laugh out loud, but she she goes, what actually is that thing? He goes, well, it's a, I think speculum. And he said, and here's how it works. And he goes, I'm going to put this here, and then I'm going to turn this, and it's going to open. And she goes, What? And he said, he just had this look on his face like he probably hasn't had anybody react like that because she's just blunt. And she goes, and how long is that going to take? And because he told her what he was going to do. And he said, all said and done, start to finish, we're looking at like a minute and a half. She's like, all right, I guess I can handle that. And she oh, did. Oh, you just wait, girl. And she, she did fine. And then she had to do a pelvic exam, and which that's where the doctor has to stick his fingers and like push on your belly and stuff like that. And she did well with everything. And then we had the ultrasound. So... Which was neat, of course. And I'm sitting there, and I sit in the chair right in front of the screen, and uh, the ultrasound tech was like, um, you're going to have to scoot your head back because she can't see the screen. I was like all <laughs> the screen, like waiting with popcorn, like, ooh. But uh, so we had the ultrasound, and everything looked really good on the ultrasound, and the heartbeat was there, which was took a lot of nerve, you know, a lot of pressure off because that's always your, your fear when you're first pregnant and you go in for your first ultrasound that there's not going to be a heartbeat or something's going to be weird or something's not going to be there. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, all that was fine. And so it was really, um, it's, it, yeah, it was, a. it was, it was a, Liddy. It was, it was Liddy. It was Liddy. It was Liddy. Um, but she's had some sicknesses and she's been sick and lower blood pressure, dizzy, all that fun stuff. So welcome. It's not all fun and games. See these younger kids, they, they, they get it. Having a baby is fantasized. Having a baby is fantasized. They look. They go watch the Ace Family. They go watch all these families, uh, you know, Kardashians or whatever, that have these babies in the pregnancy. They might show. Just have freaking surrogate. They might show some of the you know negative things of it, but all in all, what they see and what they get from watching people like the Ace Family or whatever. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying, it's glory. It's it's glorified because. Oh, I love being pregnant. Look how pretty she looks pregnant. And then the, then they have the baby, and the baby's so cute. And they dress them in cute clothes, and they're just cooing. And you get pictures, and it's a little family, and everybody's happy. And ooh, you know, and that's what they see, and that's kind of how they go with it. It's just like the podcast we referred to it before that we did, Princesses and Porn. It's like these girls, it's fantasized. Having this family... Having this husband that's always there and always around. And I will say this baby's dad, obviously will not say who at the moment, but is here. He's present. They're having their ups and downs, but that's to be, you know, to be expected. They're teenagers. Um, He's an amazing kid. uh, But anyway, um, but yeah, it's fantasized all this. They don't show the nasty diapers all the time. And they all don't the show struggles. the 3 a.m. where you can hardly keep your eyes open. You got puke down your shirt. And you if they do, mean? they make light of it like the next day everything's perfect again. Right. No, the next day she woke up a mess, didn't shower the whole next day, was grumpy, didn't feel good, but still had to take care of her kids anyway. Right. 
the kid cried all day they only put they only they only it's editing our life isn't edited our life is our life life. you know what i'm saying so it's it's like it's it's never ending with the kids yeah and so i think that part is fantasized for these younger girls and i and i don't know why there's been i feel like a spike in younger kids having babies because i mean like when we were in high school i don't remember a lot of pregnant kids our age now some of our friends had babies early but right now i can think of three friends of brooks that's either pregnant or had has had a baby in the like it's as contagious as corona seems like seems like it's just do you feel like that this day and age it's it's more i think so i think so i think it is you know what though and people might disagree with me but I think back in our day, we were just getting into like the like like rap back in our day, gangster rap. The only thing you had sexy going on was Belle Biv DeVoe. Now you know. Belle Biv DeVoe. What's the other group? Belle Biv DeVoe, Boys to Men, right? And there's right. a couple others, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> with a couple others, of course. <laughs> Steve Sweat. It's not Steve Sweat. <laughs> Keith Sweat. <laughs> Keith Sweat. I don't know what's wrong with me. This thing's making my tongue sour. I can't do anything. It's it's like the beer's this making my beer, tongue this swell. Dogfish head is making <laughs> It's making me have a lisp. It's a side effect of the beer. All right. So anyway, Steve but nowadays. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's banging a Steve Sweat. I don't care how hot he is. Stevie Sweat. Steve Sweat. Come over here. Run my back. Where's your brother Keith? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so I don't think the, 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 the blatant sex was in your face. Like, nowadays, man. Oh, like. It is sex constantly. Oh, yeah. You got the WAP. Oh, yeah. You got the... You got the Everything, yep. every song. It's like back in our day, the, mo- the good rap, the good stuff was about being thugs and killing people and oh doing gosh. drugs and selling drugs and you're right. I smoking think it, weed. I think everything is other, other I sound than like fantasizing. An old man. It, I sound like a grandpa. Well, I know. you practice and other than it being fantasized, I think you're right. A lot of things is sexualized. Like everything and every relationship has to revolve around sex, and and I don't think that's a good thing. I think it, I think sex is a good thing. I'm just saying I don't think that. You know, this are the younger generation. It's just getting it twisted. Uh, yeah, they're being too litty. That's oh, not how you use my it. Gosh. They're getting twi- they're getting it twisted, and they're just a little reckless. Right. But I think it is. I think everything is desensitized to a degree now, where there was a stigma to sex. You hit it. You don't want to get pregnant. No. You you panicked if you thought you were pregnant. Oh, and I thought I was. I'm sure once they in do nowadays, but it just really. If I missed my period, I thought I was. I would freak out for a couple of days. Yeah, it happens. I don't think I ever had to take a pregnancy test in high school. Like I didn't get that, but I was a couple of days late a couple of times, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And my friends would say, you think you're pregnant? I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope not. I took a few for us. I peed on it. We weren't pregnant. So happy! Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I just never told you. Um, but yeah, it's just different now, and I think it's actually accepted more now by society when they see a younger person pregnant or with a young child. I don't think they're looked down upon as much. I think there are still some judgment of people out there. Um, 
But Brooke's worried about that. She's like, when I, I obviously look younger. When she has her makeup on, she looks older than she, she at least looks her age or a little older. When she doesn't have her makeup on, she does. She looks a little bit younger. And uh, she's like, what are they going to do? They're just going to be staring at me and I'm not going to like it. And I'm like, you know what? It's none of their business. And who are they? Who cares? Right. You know what I mean? If you look at a younger person and you're judging them because of the situation they're in, then shame on you. Shame on you. Shame. It's silly. Shame. It's people that aren't supportive. Get out. Get out. Seriously. Get I, off the bus. And that's kind of how I poised Get off the my... Bus. Um, we don't care. You know, my, I poised... I, this has happened. It's going on. It's going to be the best situation. It's going to be, It's the path that's traveled. It's what she's. what's happened to her and what she's chose. And it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. It's going to be It's going to be. It good. is what you make it. But what I'm saying is, I, I, yeah, I poised my, my post. It's just like there's going to be people who, you know, do judge you. But, you know, ultimately she's accountable to one person, and that's God. And nobody else matters. Only God can judge me. That's a that's going back to the 90s, Tupac. Do you like, know? We're going to stick with the 90s theme. Speaking of hip-hop and rap, minute. Brooke and I were driving home from her. She had her senior pictures today, by the way. We went up to Eagle View, beautiful place. Uh, Michael, who was on the podcast, he he came over and talked to us for a little bit because he lives up there. He's going to be here tomorrow night to do a podcast, by the way. Thank you for setting that up. Okay. And uh, so we were on our way home, and I don't know what the singer's name is, but we were listening to 98.7, The Beat. And it's our rap hip-hop station, whatever. It and is. the song said something about Charleston, the 304. Yeah, I turned it. It's so bad. It is a great song. It's a great, positive, motivating song. I couldn't listen to enough of it to hear it. It doesn't positive. sound good, but Brooke and I were like, yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, it was, was a... Was it about four-wheeling and... The words were good. Was it about the mountains and the four-wheeling and the... Hunting? Were you listening to the country station? No, it's rap. It was supposedly rap. He's talking about the Hip-hop. drugs in our city and the enablers, like the doctors are the enablers of our drug addicts that we have in this uh-huh. city. And it's like, it's sad that like, you know, those kind of, it's like, it was actually, he didn't sound good. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying that. that it was I'm, like, oh, this is a really good upbeat song I want to listen to every day. We were listening it was a to positive message. We were listening to the words. And it was a very positive message because it was a hip hop song. It was a rap song. Like we were just saying, it, there was no sex in it. There was no. It was like all positive, and I really liked it. I don't know where I was going with this. That's good. We should have them on the so podcast. So next time they won't come on. No, next time you hear that on the radio, just give it a second. Give it a listen. I yeah, might I have mean, the wrong not, one. It's not it a might great, be a different local. It's song. not a great song, but it, the message is good. Okay. Yeah. I'm not um, a rapper, so I can't really. I just know what I know. I like, and that song I didn't like. Can you please remember what you just said? Next time you try to rap a random song. Like you know I got bars. Lyrics. I got bars. Can you remember you even said yourself, I'm not a rapper? No, I'll never I'll never admit I said that. Yeah, I'll give you a quote though. This is a serious situation. The quote I gave you the other day no. that my brother sent me. Okay, hold on. First of all, I need you to admit right now that you are not in fact a rapper. I can't totally admit that. Jeff, you're not a rapper. I could be a rapper. You could be, but you're not. But just I say could it. be. Just say it. You're I'm not technically a rapper. There we go. That's good enough. Thank you. But I could be a rapper. Oh, my gosh. All right. So what's this quote? All right. I talked to my brother. You know, I talked to my brother, who's really my best friend. 
other than you and uh, about the situation and everything. And then he sent me this quote afterwards, which was perfect. And I think it could apply to a whole lot more situations than, than, than ours and hers and in life. And I think people should hear this and okay. take it with them no matter what they're going through. And it's a, it's a John Wooden quote. And if you don't know who, John Wooden, if you don't know who John Wooden, Is he a coach? Is John it Wooden? Wooden was a coach. He was probably W O O D E N Wooden. He was the greatest college basketball coach of all time, arguably the greatest college basketball coach of all time. Some people might say that's not true, but well, you I said would arguably, say you covered it. Here's what he said: Things turn out best for the for the people who make the best of the way things turn out. Ooh, I like that. Read that again. Things turn out best for the people who make the best of the way things turn out. And I love that. I love that. Because that's true in life. I love that. That is a good quote. It's a great quote. It's fantastic. You make the best of what Andrew dealt. You should send that to Brooke. Did you send that to her? I don't think so. Oh, you should. I'll send it to her. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't know what you're going to get handed in life. And some people look, will, will, will get handed this situation and be like, oh, down about it. And even Brooke herself could be oh, down about it. And I'm not saying she hasn't had days where she's felt a little bit down. She has. But let me just tell you right now that Brooke has really, really, really impressed me with the way she's handled this. She's handled it with mostly maturity. She's handled, handled it bravely she's taking responsibility she's taking care of herself the best that she can in this first trimester she's taking things seriously she was behind in school because it's really hard to stay motivated in school right now with the e-learning and all the situation that's going on she picked herself because she's got to graduate she picked herself up she pulled herself together she caught up on all of her work she got all of her stuff turned in in time her grades came back and she's passing everything She's caught up, and she's feeling good, and she's feeling good about herself. And for that, I'm super proud. Not every 17-year-old could handle that because I know some 17-year-olds would sit in there and sulk and say, why me? I don't want to do this. There's no need to do my school anymore. She has plans. She has plans that she tells me about. She doesn't know exactly what she wants to do with her life as far as a career. And I told her today that doesn't matter. Most 17-year-olds don't. Most 20-year-olds don't. And that's okay. Well, well, but she's br- that's I'm okay. Pr- I'm proud of her too because she's brave because she, we could have never known about this child. Right. She could have easily aborted oh, the child. Oh gosh, I didn't want to talk about it. You know how I am about that. I know you are, but it's she needs credit for that because she could have out of fear or out of not anything uh, being whatever it is, she could have gone down and done that and we wouldn't have known. Yep. You're right. She could have had it had it aborted and it's it it's a brave choice she made not to do that. Right. She's very brave. She came to, and she she told us face to face. She told everybody that she, you know that, she, that her family and she faced them on her. You know she did. She it. did. Nobody. It. I didn't tell anybody in my we family. We didn't before. call ahead of time and say hey. I was we tempted want. to, but then I said no. She's going to be a grown woman. I wasn't even tempted to. I was made, like no. So I said I'm not going to call my brother. I'm not going to call right. my mom. I'm not going to talk. I'm going to let them get it and be as shocked as they need to be. And everybody handled it well. Yeah. So I'm just <clears> proud of her. And she, she's faced it in, in the bravest way she can. And, I mean, she, I, I commend her for that because I don't even know if me being 18, or being 17, 18 and pregnant, if I would have been, I, w- I probably would have helped. I probably would have tried to hide it from my parents as long as possible. So, 
I don't know. I'm very proud of her. We're very excited. Um, yes, it took a minute to get to this point, but I think now I can speak so. for both of us that we're, yeah, it did, that we're finally excited. We're starting to talk about, you know, the future and when he or she is here, of course, there's going to be a, a gender reveal and here in a couple weeks, uh, probably about three or four weeks. Uh, that'll take place, and that's going to be exciting to see whether we're having a boy or a girl as a little grandchild. Jeff wants a boy. I want a girl. Um, we need more boys. He thinks we need more. I want whatever. I mean, we say we want. We want, obviously, a healthy baby. Duh. Everybody knows that. Listen, but if you have a I'll preference. I'll take whatever. I'll of take course, a healthy child. I, I will, don't care. too. But everybody has a preference. I don't care what you say. You can try to be that person that's like, I don't care. Yeah, you do. You have a little bit of a preference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, at least I think so, but... You're right. Anyway, so that's that. That's our news. That's our big news. And that's happening uh, sometime at the beginning of August. But I'm sure we'll have many um, updates for you along the way. Also, I want to have Brooke, if she will, come and do a podcast and talk about her side of things. I think that would be fun. We should And I think that that would be good for, um, you know, a lot of people listening could be in the situation, you know, that we're in that has a teenager that's pregnant or maybe I doubt there's any teenagers that actually listen to our podcast, but maybe you're a parent, you know, of, of a teenager that's pregnant and you listen and you hear Brooke on here and you can like, you know, maybe she can help somebody. Maybe. Or maybe she can change somebody's perspective. Maybe you're listening right now saying you guys are crazy for supporting her. That's wrong. She shouldn't. She's too young. Whatever. Maybe this will change your perspective. Or maybe. Something. I don't know. It is what it is. It is what it is. And we're excited. So, well, thanks for having, um, you know, happy hour with us. I, yeah. I think we're going to go fun. have some pizza. Let's have a little dinner. A little cauliflower, cauliflower, I can't ever say it right. Cauliflower crust pizza. Cauliflower. 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 Crust pizza that we get from Aldi, by the way. It's very delicious. A little commercial. Comes in they a have, box. It looks like a it's great. real little pizza. And then we get these little meats to go on there, like these Throw thinly sliced salami and capicola, capicola and pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yeah. yeah. And they're all spicy, though. We got yeah, the meats. get the spicy back. I like the spicy. I like it spicy. All right. That's it. All right. Peace out. <laughs>